Robert Anderson loved words spoken and written. He loved all the forms words take, poems and plays and long tales like Moby Dick and A Christmas Carol and myths from afar. And he adored writing and working to give words assorted shapes, all informed by his sharp wit, his enormous erudition, and his delight in drawing others into the dancing and swirling sentences he would create, especially when those words could be spoken on stage. Robert was an informal impresario, in a sense. He and Rose Wright, his wife, who had been a dancer with Twyla Tharp over the years, established Sundays at the Circle as a showcase to celebrate the performing arts at the Wyoming Valley Art League in Wilkes-Barre. In anticipation of a program centering on the songs of Spanish writer Federico García Lorca with Jason Smeltzer and friends, Robert shared a few lines from a poem by Lorca set in New York City. This from the King of Harlem. I, Harlem, I, Harlem, I, Harlem, there is no anguish like that of your oppressed reds or your blood shuddering with rage inside the dark eclipse, or your garnet violence, deaf and dumb in the penumbra, or your grand king, a prisoner in the uniform of a doorman. Robert Anderson relishing lines from Federico García Lorca's poem, The King of Harlem, before a program dedicated to Lorca's songs with Jason Smeltzer and friends at the Circle Center for the Arts of the Wyoming Valley Art League in 2019. Robert Anderson loved to bring artists together with others they didn't know to experience the chemistry and the creative sparks that would fly. And most often, he would provide the stories and the scripts. For example, a mashup, as he called it, of the fool's scenes from Shakespeare's Lear and the relationship of characters Clove and Ham in The Endgame by Samuel Beckett. And we'll hear more about that one shortly. Robert's imagination was always working and he wanted to draw us into, in the most playful way, anything that he was up to. Playful way, pun intended. Two of the artists drawn into Robert's circle are Elizabeth Powers and Jamil Powers, theater professionals who were truly taken with Robert and his work. This weekend, they will present the premiere of a special edition of Robert's play, Know It to Get, adapted by the author expressly for them, and that will be at the Scranton Fringe Festival. Elizabeth and Jamil stopped in at the WVIA studios to remember Robert Anderson and to tell us about the play but we begin with an introduction to their own work at King's College in Wilkes-Barre, where Jamil is a visiting assistant professor of theater and Elizabeth is an adjunct professor of theater. At King's College, we're doing an artist-in-residence program with Gaslight Theater Company because a lot of the people who work in Gaslight also work at King's, or at least a number of us do. So, you know, we had this idea of collaborating. You know, we're both using similar people and similar spaces, and we tell very similar stories. And the person who was kind of the spearhead of that was Dave Reynolds. So Dave Reynolds is the chairperson, the technical director, you know, all-around great guy at King's, <laughs> but then one of the founding members of Gaslight Theater Company as well. So, you know, to be able to merge both of them together is just very exciting. It provides so many opportunities for our students, uh, not just in acting, but also 
in design as well. Because, you know, our students really kind of get a complete and total 360 of a theater degree in that they get opportunities to not only design, but also act as well. So, you know, a number of our students got to be sound designers and then lead a play and then everything in between. So just so many opportunity. The best part about it is just the fact that there's so much mentorship that's hoping to continue to happen as we're going through this because everyone on the Gaslight board and part of Gaslight, they are all so incredibly talented in so many different ways. So not only is it in the performance aspect of it, but also the design, but then there's also marketing and PR and photos and Mm -hmm. all of these things, all of the things that a lot of people don't think about, all that behind the scenes stuff that you have to be able to do in order to really be a successful production company and produce theater and all of those things. And it's just really awesome to be able to see that not only Gaslight is invigorated by sharing all of that knowledge and talent that they have, but also then the students learning and taking that on as a real like hands-on experience that they get to be doing. So it's just, it's honestly just bringing the education to life and giving them real world experience before they even get out into that real world. They're not used to getting out into the real world. You have lovely theater spaces at King's, so they put on plays there. But this program that we're talking about next is out in Scranton, and it's part of an international effort, the Fringe. Gaslight participated in the Fringe for a number of different years. They did it back in 2020 when they were doing the Scranton Fringe Under Glass. That was right around when COVID happened, but, you know, the Scranton Fringe still wanted to create programming. So what they did is they went around to various locations in Scranton and used kind of like the window space and created those as theater spaces. So everybody got to act with glass in between everyone. So everything was nice and safe and everybody was well distanced, but still be able to take in a performance. So Gaslight did two of those Fringe Under Glasses and then last year did Romeo and Juliet. So this year they really honestly kind of took a chance on me and Beth. You know, we came to them with this two person show and said, hey, we we love this show, I know it to get, written by our friend Robert. And we said, here's our pitch. would you guys consider producing us? And they said, yeah, unanimously. They were like, let's do it. You mentioned Robert, and Robert has been at this table so many times, sometimes with you, sometimes with others. His range was remarkable, and he is sorely missed. Introduce us to Robert Anderson. So we actually were first introduced to Robert Andrew Anderson because he was actually a patient of my father's. My dad is a chiropractor in the Wyoming Valley, And we were in grad school because that's where Jamil and I met, where we were down in grad school in Virginia Beach getting our MFA in acting down there. And my dad's like, hey, you know, I have this uh, patient and he's a writer and you should really connect with him. I really think that you should talk to him. But the great thing was, is, you know, my dad would always let us read his different things and all of this stuff. And when we moved into the area back in 2019, the first thing we did was got to connect with Robert right away. And he would invite us to come out to these breakfasts that they would do every Friday and all of these things. And also asked us to read at the Christmas Carol for what mm-hmm. that he would do with the Art League and Wilkes-Barre. So it just was really awesome and completely serendipitous. But the truth of the matter is, is that if not for Robert and our connection to him, I don't know if we would have been as connected in this area with all of the art that's been going on. And he really was the catalyst to help us springboard into everything that we were doing here. And now it's been four years that we've been here and we feel like we've been slightly connected and touched on a lot of different art scenes in this whole area. And again, it's to Robert. So that's to his credit. And after he actually saw us in a production of Medea, 
he decided to adapt this script because it was originally written for two men and he adapted it for a man and a woman and gave it to us as a gift. And uh, that was in March of 2020. And of course we read this and we're like, oh, Robert, this is so fringeworthy because we were just coming off of this high of going to Edinburgh, the Edinburgh Festival Fringe, which is where it all kind of stems from. And that's actually where Jamil proposed to me five years ago, actually on our yeah. opening night when we performed <laughs> over there on, on the top of Arthur's Seat, which is the yeah. highest mountain that overlooks the whole festival and everything. Yeah. And he's really good at what he <laughs> But And we actually, we went there with a bunch of people from our grad school and our director, Dr. Kirkland uh, at Regent University. And he just really gave us this bug of like understanding what the fringe is all about, about bringing all of these creative peoples together and have having all of these different opportunities and all of us in one space and just everyone encouraging each other. And that's something like we just keep wanting to do more of. And that's what I love. The fact that Scranton has now this is their ninth year that they're doing this. And I'm so grateful that we're in an area that has that kind of environment that they're continuing to cultivate. And so when we first read it again, we're like, Robert, we got to put this in. He's like, do you really think that they'll do it? And I'm like, there's no doubt. Robert, this is so fringe. <laughs> and then uh, and the the thing that breaks our heart again is that shortly after that is when COVID happened and then Robert unexpectedly passing away on February 11th of 2021. And it's kind of been our goal ever since that has happened to bring this to fruition so that we can perform this, not just because he deserves it, but so that we can do it in honor of him and just honor what he's about. Like you said, it's he has this uncanny ability to find art in people and bring it out of them. And it's been so wonderful. And really what we hope is that we can be like that next step for him so that he gets the honor that he deserves for all of his lifelong work. The thing that is distinctive as well about Robert is that he is so well read mm. and he is mm. so aware of the tradition, not only Shakespeare, but Beckett mm. and the whole range of, let's just say, theater, much deeper than that, myth around the world, things like that, fables and so forth from different cultures. What is the title and what's the premise without spoilers? The name of the show is called Know It to Get. Um, and essentially the premise is that there are two characters. There's you and me. And you and me are essentially in this space and you is trying to leave the space. He is desperately trying to leave the space, but me is trying to keep you in the space. And we just kind of see how you and me interact. And, you know, as the as the play goes on, you really start to see, okay, who is you and me and how are they related to one another? And now what is their relationship and how does that relationship evolve when they're kind of stuck in the same location together. That's kind of the non-spoiler, you know, <laughs> version of it. And he references so many like pop culture references and mm -hmm. historical references, James Joyce is being referenced and T.S. Eliot, all of these things. And one of the great things is, is actually the president of Gaslight Theater was there during one of our rehearsals. And I loved what he said is Mike uh, Vavchenik actually was, as he's listening to it, he's like this, it's just, the language seems simple. And yet it is so wonderfully articulated that you can tell, oh, wait, that's in references. Oh, that's something. And by the time you start thinking it's one thing, it's already moved on to the next. So it keeps you engaged and guessing and you feel like it's something that's familiar and yet brand new at the same time. And the other thing that we're super excited about is 
our director is actually my sister, Bridget Guineri. So this is her directorial debut, yeah. actually. And we're really excited about it because this is another person that literally since we were in grad school, she is she has such a beautiful, artistic, wonderful mind. I would tell her all the time, Bridget, you either got to be a director or a critic. So, you know, whichever right. one it is, but you got to do it. She would see every single production that we performed down in grad school. And after every time, every show that she went to come see, all of our friends would be like, what did Bridget think? What was her thoughts? What did she think? <laughs> and so I'm telling you, I'm like, it's just something that she has a natural talent and ability to do. And we are so incredibly honored and excited mm. that her first time directing will be with us with this show. And really, that's the whole spirit of what Robert is about bringing all of these people, letting them find their hidden talents and exploring them. And I feel like, again, this is just another great way to give him honor and do honor with him. What space do you have to do this in? Is it a small, intimate space? We're actually yeah. going to be in the junior ballroom at the Scranton Cultural Center. And so, and we're performing it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 7 p.m. and also a Saturday at 2 p.m. show. And that's the COVID-conscious one with the, the masks where it's uh, mandated that everyone, except for the actors, will be wearing a mask for that. So it is open so everyone will feel comfortable coming at whatever time they decide. And it's great because we actually got to see the space. The Fringe just started this past weekend, so we got mm -hmm. to go and see the space and see what it was like. And it's a wonderful space. It's, it's As far as the stage goes, it's wide and narrow, but at the same time, and the audience is like right there. It's, again, perfectly Fringe. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. know, where they, they find these found spaces and then create wonderful stages out of it. So, right. yeah. No, it's great. It's a very nice, intimate space, too. So the work really, it really invites the community into the world that you're trying to create, which... I think is perfect for a show like this, especially with only two people, you know? I think we're very reasonably fit in the space. Do you have any props? Do you have a hat or a scarf? How do you create the world of you and me? The fun thing is, is actually we got to spend some time with Rose Wright, who is Robert's wife, and we really wanted to try to incorporate as much from his original production of it that we actually were able to direct him in back in 2019 when they originally did it on September 29th, 2019 at the Circle on the Square. And so we're actually using the original prop. There's a, a beaver prop that we really wanted to make sure that we were able to incorporate and also this pillbox that is necessary for that. And then besides that, we have minimal props and minimal sets so that you're able to kind of create a huge world from a small amount of things. And so we have actor boxes and a chair at the center, which is very important, the chair. And then just this basket of props that then create all of this different world. And the other really great thing is I do have to say to Jamil's credit, he's such a wonderful, incredible performer and does such a great job of creating sound effects with his own self. So there's, <laughs> there, you yeah. know, it's a lot about like us, what we are bringing as the performers as well. And then this minimal set and all of this. But we are getting a wonderful light design by Mike Vavshenik as well. Mm -hmm. And then also a sound design by Mike Little as well, both from Gaslight. So we're really excited about getting them because they are just so incredibly talented on the tech side of things too. So I'm really happy about that. Do the students get to come up and see you? How are they going to see this? Oh, yeah. So it's actually, and the calendar fell really nicely in that the students are heading into fall break this weekend. So yeah, so we're teaching class till Wednesday, and then they have Thursday, it's a Sunday, 
off, which is perfect in a way. So, you know, we're really trying to, you know, kind of get them out there. And actually, our assistant technical director, AJ Bonk, volunteered transportation. So it's like if they want to go out and see it, because a lot of our students are on campus and without cars. So, you know, basically is like arranging, hey, whoever wants to go, we're going to get you up there. It's really great. Yeah, there's a, a club on campus called the King's Players where it's like all of the theater people who aren't majors, like everybody who is interested in theater and art in general yeah. is able to be a part of the King's Players. And so, you know, they kind of offered it up as a, anyone who'd like to come, let's try to go together. So it'd be really nice. You don't have to have known Robert. It's your great loss if you hadn't. But even though he knew Shakespeare and Beckett and all those wonderful things, it wasn't an elitist thing mm-hmm. for him it's art for all of us and that we mm-hmm. all should know Shakespeare. We all should know because it's who we are as humans, right? Right. And so, yes. you know, art is designed to connect to other people. It's it's designed for community and connection. So mm-hmm. I think Robert was just one of the best ambassadors for that, really. And, you know, it's so funny because we just met up with Rose on Saturday. She said a friend of hers used to say, that it's not community theater, it's theater of the community. And mm. that's really what it's about. Yeah, it really and is. that's a message that we try to carry too. And because we had mentors like Robert when we first got here, just to be able to have these mentors in our lives is just so great. And we just try to replicate that same philosophy with everything we do. We really hope that people have the opportunity to be able to come out to experience the Scranton Fringe in general. Okay. But hopefully if they're able to come out Thursday, Friday, Saturday at 7 p.m. and then also Saturday at 2 p.m. to see Know It to Get, an original piece written by Robert Andrew Anderson, and that we are really excited just to have people in the audience that would be willing to explore and have fun and be there to interact with us. Elizabeth Powers, an adjunct professor of theater, and Jamil Powers, a visiting assistant professor of theater at King's College in Wilkes-Barre. They work with Gaslight Theater, and they have been speaking with us about their dear friend Robert Anderson, writer, editor, arts advocate, who passed away in 2021. Elizabeth and Jamil will offer a production by Gaslight Theater of Know It to Get, by Robert Anderson that was adapted by him expressly for Beth and Jamil as a gift. You can see Know It to Get now through October 7th in the Junior Ballroom at the Scranton Cultural Center. This evening at 7, Friday and Saturday also at 7, with a matinee at 2 on Saturday, a COVID-safe performance, and that's before the evening show at 7 on Saturday. For more information on the web, scrantonfringe.org, scrantonfringe.org. Know It to Get by Robert Anderson, performed by Elizabeth Powers and Jamil Powers at the Junior Ballroom in the Scranton Cultural Center this evening at 7, Friday and Saturday at 7, with a matinee at 2 on Saturday, scrantonfringe.org, scrantonfringe.org. 